Hi, this is Shalom Salson, the host of the Teenage Impact Podcast, where we share stories, tips, and specific strategies on how you as a teenage kid can overcome any struggles in life, whether you are going through anxiety, depression, suicidal thoughts, you're having confidence issues, whatever it is. I've interviewed over 50 people from around the world on what they've gone through, how they overcame it, and how you can too. I have some exciting news. After five long weeks I am finally releasing my very first online program, Building Resilience 101. Now, if you're feeling like you have unnecessary stress and challenges, especially during quarantine, this course is for you because the number one goal and mission of Building Resilience 101 is to help you build a solid and reliable foundation to build inner resilience. I'm selling this course for $97, but I'm going to raffle off five free courses in the next week. All you have to do is click on the link in the description to fill out an entry form. This podcast episode is going to be about why those who fail early on in life create extraordinary work ethic. As long as I can remember, I was used to failing. I failed basically in every reading assessment test I can think of. I was not good at reading. I was a slow reader and I couldn't comprehend a lot of stuff. So I failed every reading assessment test. I was even wondering if I would be held back some grades because I didn't pass the reading assessment test for my grade. I wasn't athletic. I was always picked last for every sport, football, basketball, kickball, soccer, because people around me knew, the other kids around me knew that I wasn't very good and I would be bad for the team. I wasn't good at presentations. In fact, people would make fun of me the first 15 to 20 seconds of speaking in my presentations. I had bad grades in elementary school. Even though I had perfect attendance, student of the month, I had good behavior. I worked really hard, but I didn't have the, the grades that my parents or the teachers wanted me to have. I was a late bloomer when talking to girls. While a lot of my friends would have girlfriends in high school and have their first kiss and have their first girlfriend in high school, my first girlfriend was the summer before college. And last but not least, I did not get certain leadership positions because people found me unqualified. They didn't think I would be aggressive enough. They didn't think I can lead. They didn't think people would take me seriously. So throughout my entire life, I was used to failing. And I knew that I was an underdog who had to prove his way to success. I wasn't the only one. There are so many different failure, famous failures in life. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan was cut from his high school varsity team. Oprah. She was brought up in a single, by a single mother with welfare. She was sexually and mentally abused. She was pregnant by the age of 14 where she lost her baby. She was fired from her first job and was told that she was unfit for television. Albert Einstein didn't speak until the age of four, and his dad found him a failure up until his death. He was also an insurance salesman where he failed at that too. Katy Perry, one of the most famous singers of all time, failed for 10 years before she got famous. Her first album only sold 200 albums. Dr. Seuss's first book, was rejected 28 separate times and he dropped out of college. So you can see just because you're failing doesn't mean 
you stop working hard doesn't mean you give up. People who fail early on in life learn how to work extremely hard throughout their entire life and prove their way to success with the opposite of people who find success early on in life. You know what? I used to despise as a middle school and high school kid, the kids who were popular, the kids who could talk to girls, the kids who were social, the kids who were extremely smart and got A's on every single test. I used to despise those kids. And then 10, 15 years down the road, the ones who were successful early on, the valedictorians, the people who were born into a rich family, the people who got A's in every single test, got the perfect SAT score, the people who were naturally athletic in middle school and high school were the ones who struggled on later on in life. You know, some, some of them became highly successful and continued their work ethic. About 80% of the people I knew that had it easy or thought, I ha- thought that they had it easy early on in life were the ones who struggled later on in life. I have had friends who graduated college and had a hard kick in the butt because they were successful throughout their life. And their parents would shelter them from failure because they didn't want their kids to be heartbroken from failure. But once you graduate college, you jump into the real world. And once they jumped into the real world, they didn't take it very well. That's when they noticed that the world sometimes is a very scary place. And the ones who worked hard throughout their life and failed early on in life, It wasn't a big change after college because they were used to failing and working hard, while the ones who were sheltered from failure were the ones who were struggling later on in life. Now, here are three reasons why I think failure from an early age is actually good for you. Number one, you learn to work hard early on in life. One of my favorite TV shows right now is All American. All American is inspired by a true story by Spencer James, who was brought up in a rough neighborhood. His dad left him early on in life. All he had was football. And his mom transferred him to a better high school where more opportunities. And so when he transferred to that high school, those kids, yes, they worked hard and they were talented. But Spencer James had a better work ethic than everyone else because he knew from an early age that football was all he had to get out of this lifestyle, to get him a better life for him, his brother, and his mom. While all the other kids worked hard and were talented, they didn't have that unique drive that Spencer had because he knew that you need to do whatever it took to win games, win championships, and make it to the NFL. Whether you are talented in a sport or maybe you're a good singer or maybe you're a good writer, or maybe you're a good speaker, whatever specific talent you have, and you might fail from an early age, or you weren't brought up in a good family, and you've been failing all your life, and people are telling you that you're not good enough. Use that towards your advantage to work even harder. Because as people told me in my life, I wasn't good enough. I wasn't good at speaking. I'm not going to be a good leader. That pushed me harder to prove them wrong and tell them, look, I am this great leader. I can speak. I can influence people. And I can inspire people. And if you have that specific drive early on in life and can work, and can work hard throughout your entire life, you're going to be unstoppable. 
Number two, with failure, you can learn not to give up and become more resilient. When we achieve success early on in life, we could get too comfortable. And when we get too comfortable, that person who's not achieving success keeps on working hard and keeps on overcoming challenges. But when we get success early on, and when there is finally an obstacle that comes in our way, we have two options. We can let the obstacle define us and we go down a dark path, or we can look at the obstacle and find a way to overcome it and overcome that challenge in life so we can achieve success. That's what I've been doing all my life. But I will tell you, I did struggle with school in elementary school, but then in middle school, I found my groove. And for 12 or 13 straight report cards in middle school and some early on in high school, I got straight A's. So I got straight A's for 12 or 13 straight report cards. I got too comfortable. I'm not going to lie. I got comfortable and I didn't work as hard towards the middle to end of my high school. And I didn't work as hard in college to get good grades because I, I achieved that success early on and I got too comfortable thinking I'm smarter than everyone else. So I didn't have to work as hard. But then when, when college came along, I was lost because I wasn't getting the good grades. I wasn't getting the internships that I deserved because I wasn't getting the internships I deserved. I thought I wasn't good enough. So that pushed me even harder and take a step back and look at the bigger picture and say, okay, I'm not getting good grades. What can I do to overcome this obstacle and find my way? And that's where my passion for speaking came about because of that one struggle in college of not finding internships and not having good grades. So as I was trying to find my way in speaking, I knew I wanted to inspire people. I didn't know how I was going to do it. I was actually failing for six or seven years straight before I found the Teenage Impact. And as soon as I found the Teenage Impact, I started to find my groove. I started to find my rhythm and momentum started picking up. I had over 70 episodes now of Teenage Impact Podcast. I interviewed over 50 people. I finished my first draft of my book. I finished my first online course. But that happened because every year I was failing, failing, failing until finally I found momentum. When you are failing in life, you have two options. You could go down a dark path, where, which leads to drug, drug and alcohol addiction, suicide attempts, self-harm, or you can take a step back and look at the bigger picture and say, okay, I'm failing at this one thing. Do I need to try something else or do I need to try a new strategy? But whatever you do, you don't let that one failure define you. Keep on trying new things because failure after failure after failure after failure, you learn something new each time. You learn yourself along the way. You discover who you are along the way. And eventually, all it takes is one success. You can have 20 failures in a row, but if you keep on going, that one success can change your life forever. Number three, you appreciate success when it does come. There's two examples to this that comes in my mind. Steve Harvey and Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins ran away from home at 16 or 17 years old. There was a point in his life where he couldn't even pay rent. There was eviction notices that would come. He had no money left in his name. I think he only had like $20, 19 or $20 to his name. But when he finally did achieve success, he said that he would never look back. 
that he appreciates all the beautiful things around him, like him traveling the world, inspiring millions and millions of people. And he's truly grateful for that. Steve Harvey is another example. He was living in his car for three, four, five years. And there was a point where he was, he had a story where he was in a hotel bathroom stall where he would take, um, take cloth, wet it, and that would be his way of showering. There was this one time a conference let out in a, in a hotel and he was stuck in the bathroom where he was left crying. And he said, enough is enough. And there was a point in his life where he was about to quit until his career started taking off. Both Steve Harvey and Tony Robbins both says they appreciate success now because it took them years and years of failure and getting beaten up, broken down until they reach success. And now they have reached success. They don't take it for granted because they know on the other side of success was fail, many years of failure, crying, getting broken down, being poor. And, but they didn't give up. They continued to work hard. And now they did reach success. They appreciate every moment of it. Think about your life 10 to 15 years down the road when you decided not to give up, when you decided to keep on working hard because you were having the bad grades or you didn't have the best relationships with your family or your family didn't have any money, but you decided not to give up, overcome every obstacle that comes your way and work extremely hard. And 10 to 15 years down the road, when you're achieving this idea of success that you have in your mind, that you're going to look back and say, I did it. I made it. And because I decided not to give up and work hard in my life, I'm grateful for what I have. But on your journey to success, you're going to encounter a lot of failures. And the failures is not going to be pretty. You know, there's going to be times where you do want to give up. There's going to be times where you question yourself, you doubt yourself. There's going to be times where you want to just fast forward 10 to 15, 20 years from now when you have a better life. But when you're having all these thoughts of doubt and you just want to fast forward, just take a step back to enjoy the moment. Just know where you are in your life is exactly where you're supposed to be in life. These bad things, these failures that are happening to you, they're not happening to you. They're happening for you. Now, this message is for anyone who's feeling discouraged right now, whatever it is, especially I know during quarantine, a lot of people's goals and aspirations are put on hold. But remember, the moments that are happening in our life does not define us. What defines us is what we do about it. We, We don't have control over everything that happens in our life. But what we do have control over is our mindset. And what we do have control over is our actions. So we can control how we view this one particular failure in our life. Or, and we have control over what we do about this one particular failure. Now, it's hard to appreciate the moment right now when all the bad things are happening in our life, whether we're having family issues, whether we don't have the good grades, whether our goals are not coming true. We just want to fast forward to 10, 15, 20 years down the road. Trust me, I was on the same boat. But eventually, when you learn how to enjoy the moments in your life, eventually when you realize what you're going through in your life is a piece of the puzzle, is a dot that's eventually going to connect later on in life, you start holding on to these precious moments. 
because these precious moments are eventually going to define who we are. When we achieve a goal, that's not going to define who we are. The moments right now is going to define who we are. What we do about our failures is going to define who we are. You know, I wouldn't change anything that happened 10, 15 years ago. Being bullied for 15 years of my life sucked, completely sucked. But I wouldn't change a thing. Those moments were moments of me defining who I become later on in life, which is inspiring people around the world. Those moments of being bullied was a dot. They were jigsaw puzzles. That eventually the dots connected and the jigsaw puzzles were eventually completed. And now I could look back and say, wow, what I was going through was exactly where I was supposed to be. And what you're going through in your life is exactly where you need to be in your life. Whether you are achieving success, be happy about your success, but don't get too comfortable. Whether you are experiencing failure, keep on working hard, but don't be disappointed. Don't be discouraged. And don't be impatient and think to yourself, wow, I just want to fast forward to the future. Where you are in your life, hold on to it. Because the more you hold on to it and you appreciate these moments in your life, you're going to appreciate life as it comes to you. And you're not going to let these bad moments in your life define you. So I'm asking you right now, appreciate life, be grateful, work extremely hard, overcome every obstacle, and appreciate the good and the bad that comes in your life. Because I'm telling you, life is beautiful. What you're going through is beautiful. Every failure is beautiful. And I'm hoping, but nothing but success for you. But you have to see yourself as becoming successful first before anyone else can. You are success. You're worthy of success. Go out there and work your butt off for it. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Teenage Impact Podcast. Like I said in the beginning of the episode, if you haven't done so, click the link in the description to enter yourself in a raffle for a free online course, Building Resilience 101. I'm selling this course for $97. And this course is actually worth hundreds and hundreds of dollars to adults. If you want to be entered a chance to win this $97 course for free, click on the link in the description and fill out the form. So until next time, peace.